Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about identifying whether or not you're playing the victim role in your life and in your relationships. So make sure you check it out. This week, we're going to talk about how you can start enjoying your life with this one big shift in letting go of your past. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today and talk about how our past is keeping us stuck in our present life experiences. And this is really an important topic because the majority of what goes on in our life and in our relationships is holding on to some point of reference from our past, and it keeps us stuck in moving forward and in making progress in this life and with our relationships. So I'm excited to talk about this topic with you today. So I want to start with, do you find yourself dwelling on things of the past where you replay a situation that you've experienced over and over and over again in your head with different should-haves, right? I should have said this. I should have done this. He should have done this. My children should have done that. Whatever it is, but we play it over and over and over in our head. Let me ask you this. Does your past continue to impact your present day experience with the people you love? Are you thinking to yourself, I'm waiting for the next time he or she does blank again. I can tell you from my own personal experience, that was the case for me. And I'm not going to go into specifics around this, but there was something that happened repeatedly in my marriage. It was like four, um, three, four times it occurred. And it was something that brought me to my knees in pain and in heartache and When it happened the first time, I I started putting up my guard of wanting to protect myself from this pain and hurt. And then like two years later, it happened again. And it was almost cyclical. Like I could almost predict when it was going to happen. And I wanted to avoid this pain and this hurt more than anything because I wanted to. I tried to control more of what was going on external to me with the people that I loved. And that didn't help the dynamic, nor the situation. So I was causing even more pain and problems to my situation, but I was trying to avoid it from happening again. I didn't want to experience pain like that. And so because I had started seeing this pattern, I was expecting it to happen again. Like my brain was just looking for signals, for um, signs that it was starting to happen again. 
And, you know, when you're living in that space, it just doesn't feel good. And you rob yourself from your happiness and creating connection with the people you love. So here's the thing. We tend to get stuck in the past because we believe it's the only certain way to avoid pain in our future. I want to say that again. We get stuck in the past because we believe it's the only certain way to avoid pain in our future. And let me tell you this, pain is part of the life experience. There is no such thing as avoiding pain. We will experience pain. And I'm going to prove this to you because as much as I focused on experiencing this one event, you know, early in my marriage that I didn't want to have happen again, guess what? It happened again and again and again, and it hurt every single time. But it wasn't until the last time that it's happened that I was able to look at it from a different way and to be able to release my expectations around it and trust in a greater power. And for me, that is God the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ, that this was happening for me and not to me. I wasn't going to be the victim, which is how I was making myself. Because every time this circumstance happened, I'd be like, oh, my husband must not love me. He must not care enough about me. He must not love our children and our family. Because if he did, why would he continue to do this to me and cause me all this pain? That was the farthest thing from the truth. But because my story was that, it kept me stuck and not experiencing the levels of love that I am so blessed and fortunate to experience with him now. So there is this wonderful quote that I want to share with you by Roy T. Bennett. He shared this, and I really think it puts things into perspective. The past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. The past is a place of learning and not a place of living. So get real with yourself right now in this moment. Do you live in your past experiences? Have you set up your home, your way of showing up as means of residence from those past experiences? I am sharing with you that pain is not optional. When we are here having this human experience, part of the experience is pain because it is through pain that we can grow. We can start to become who we're meant to be. So pain is not an option. We will experience pain, but what is an option is suffering. When we hold on to our past experiences with all of our might, because we want to live in protection and not experience that pain and start to disconnect from people in our life, even from ourselves, what we're doing is prolonging our suffering. We are putting up walls of protection. And I share this because this is what I did for so many years and I've missed so many opportunities to enjoy life. But I put up these walls of protection around my heart and disconnected from people that I truly love. And I did this because I didn't want to experience pain. And by me doing this, I built up these walls and I caged myself. I put myself in my own prison with my suffering. So not only did I have pain from the one-time experience, but I have blocked me into this prison of suffering with that experience. 
that is not living. I want to say this in a very clear and concise manner. Pain is not optional in this life. However, suffering is. It is absolutely optional. You get to choose what you do with your life experiences and how they impact you. So I want to share with you a four-step strategy of moving beyond your past. And here it is. Step one, you must identify your why. You have to have a clear why to move forward from your past. It's necessary. So acknowledge what is holding you back. What is the story? What is the situation that you experienced that is keeping you stuck in your past? And then determine your reason for wanting to move on. Ask yourself, how will moving on change my life? What would my relationships look like if I moved on? I'm going to share my own personal experience from doing this work. When I made the choice that I was ready to move on, when I made that decision, I held on to the peace, the love, the connection, the happiness I wanted to experience because all of those things, they were so far removed from me and I wasn't able to connect to what that life could be. So I held on to being able to have peace, love, joy, and connection in my life. That was my why. I was done living in protection and in my walls and I was ready to break them down so I could start living. So that is step one. Identify your why to move beyond your past. And it's so important that you have this why, because when you say that you're ready to do this, you are going to experience resistance. You're going to find life happen and put you in challenging situations where you're going to be stretched. And so you need to have a why big enough to keep you committed. Okay. Step two is identify your emotional habits. And this is going to require some deep introspection, which can be hard and challenging, but it is so important. What is your emotional habit? Meaning, do you live emotionally from the upward spiral or the downward spiral? What is that center of gravity for you? Do you live mostly in contentment with your life, that you're just content? Do you live with um, anger the majority of the time, day in and day out? Frustration, overwhelmment, rage. If these are the emotions you feel most often throughout your day, stress, (laughs) then your emotional habit is stuck on the downward spiral. And this is where we got to start doing some work to really take charge of your emotional state and decide what thoughts you are going to entertain because our emotions don't come from the things that are external to us. They come from the thoughts that we have about the things that we're experiencing that is external to us. But it is the thoughts in our brain. It is the wiring that we've done that is causing our emotional response. And so when you understand this, you can do something about it. So we're going to start working on developing that emotional habit muscle to start showing up on that upward spiral where you have hope, more love, more compassion, more joy, more confidence and, and means to feel empowered of being able to navigate your life from a place of love. 
Number three is rewiring your brain. This is where you get to choose and develop a more empowering story than the one you have of your past. I'm going to go back to my story. My story was my husband didn't love me, that my husband didn't love my family. That was my story. And let me tell you, it was very disempowering because I put everything on my husband, that my pain was because of his choice that he made. And the reality of the situation, and this didn't happen to me until time four. So I can look back at this now and go, wow, thank you, husband, for giving me this experience four times over because I finally gained something from this experience. Instead of making it about you and how you're hurting me, I gained something and that was trust and belief that things in my life are happening for a reason and for a purpose, and it serves me. This is a belief that I have worked on for years. And now I get to live in the results of that work because it isn't something I work on. When some experience external to me, and it's not something that would be ideal, I don't go to this place of downward spiral spinning. I go to this place of, huh, this is interesting. This is happening for me and it has a purpose and it's going to serve me. What am I, how am I going to grow from this? What am I going to learn from this? What is the gift through going through this experience? And that is where I choose to stay living in that place of curiosity around it versus resisting what is to come. And it feels so much better. Just going to say that. And by having that belief, I have the strength to overcome whatever I experience And that is amazing when we work on that courage muscle. Okay, number four is surround yourself with like-minded people. What do I mean? Do I mean drop everyone that doesn't think the same way as you and and doesn't have the same growth desire as you? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying though, is if you are surrounding yourself with people that as you share your life experiences, think, oh, that's really hard. That's really rough. That's challenging. Why don't you leave him? Why don't you leave her? Why don't you bring in someone to take care of your kids because they're so unmanageable, right? Bring in a nanny. Like if those are the input that you're getting from people you're surrounding yourself with and you're wanting to take ownership of your life, it is so important to surround yourself with those like-minded people. And I would look for two things, people who have the result that you want to get because they have discovered and done work that they know a path that will get you the result. Or people who are on the same journey as you. They're on that same path of wanting to own their happiness, wanting to create greater relationships with more love and harmony. So find those people. And I'm going to just share right now, I invite you all to join my free Facebook group. It's Enlightened Relationships with Lindsay K. Porter. So search for it. Join the group because this is where I continue to serve you and can help you navigate some of these things if you so choose. But surround yourself with like-minded people that are going to help you and encourage you to look for what you can do to make your life better for everyone in your life, because that matters. Okay. So that was the four steps. Now I want to share with you the call to action this week, and that is identify what past experiences that continue to come up in your present living. Get curious about them. 
How are they serving you and your relationship? And if they're not, start leveraging the power of forgiveness to release the hurts and change the story because that is how change is possible. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.